like I was going to self-service checkouts and I was putting my whole groceries list down as brown onions. <laughs> so like you know like I was I was, <laughs> I was stealing from supermarkets, bro. We stand today. The business method with a shadow. The business method. The business method podcast. The business method podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to the Business Method Podcast, where we examine the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. Our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that had built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we are interviewing 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that generate a million dollars or more in annual revenue. There's a growing movement of people building these caliber of businesses and we wanted to get behind the minds, the logic, and the science of what it takes to build a business like this. We've had some incredible guests like Bobby Edwards, the founder of Squatty Potty, who built a $35 million per year company with just 17 employees, and JP Sears, the YouTube superstar whose videos are going viral all over the internet. I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and we hope you enjoy the show. The Business Method. Could you imagine going from zero to $1.1 million in less than seven months? I know I could. Today's guest is Tim Caldwell, and he did just that. Tim's a native Australian and hops on the show to tell us about how he created an e-commerce store that took off like he never expected. Throughout the show, Tim shares his steps going from zero to hundred dollars a day on Shopify, how he handles email marketing, his most important tipping points in his business, and the mentality needed to go from a six-figure entrepreneur to a seven-figure entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Caldwell. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. And we have Tim Caldwell on the show. Tim, how are you doing today? Yeah, very good. Thanks, man. I guess I should Yourself? say I should say how are you doing tonight. It's it's nighttime in Australia, right? This evening, yeah. It's uh, it's getting. Oh, it's not too late. Only eleven, but <laughs> getting there. <laughs> Well, welcome to the show, my friend. I was just checking out your YouTube videos and pretty impressed. You've done some solid stuff, but you also have some really good ideas and suggestions on teaching people how to, the story is more or less that you've hit about a million dollars in less than seven months on drop shipping with Shopify. And I think that's pretty incredible. I've built Shopify stores and I know a lot of people that have them and you've seemed to grab the magic ticket, I guess, and, and making things happen for yourself. You know, feel free to just kind of dive into your story. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I may as well I'll dive in. I, I sort of started uh, getting into entrepreneurship. I feel like it's like a, a general trend in the entrepreneur community. Read Tim Ferriss' book for our work with me. Like, <laughs> especially, oh, man. Yeah, especially Damn. for like location-independent entrepreneurs. I don't know. I haven't met one that has not read that book. Yeah, yeah, it's a oh, great book, and I um I reread it recently actually, and it's a great read yet again. But um, I don't know. I think I read that for the first time maybe about three years ago or two and a half years ago, and I was like, damn, I want to do something like this. I was at university at the time, so I thought I'd postpone um, until I finished my degree. But as soon as I finished uni, I dived into like online the online business world, um, bought a couple courses, and then had a big flop. <laughs> Try to start selling resumes, actually. That was my first business. Selling resumes? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, selling resumes online. And I um, I was successful. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was actually – I was making money um, online and it was profitable. But in my eyes, it just wasn't enough. I was like, these guys are making, you know, 10 grand a month. This is uh, – I'm doing something wrong. But I I'd <laughs> had the business for like <laughs> – Three months, and I was making you know like five, ten resume sales a month, which about a hundred bucks each. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it wasn't too bad. But anyway, I thought that's not working out. Quit that, and then I tried to start selling websites because I thought websites was an easy way to make a quick buck. But it turns out it was hard. <laughs> mess around, jumped into digital marketing, trying to run Facebook ads. Got a couple of clients, didn't really perform very well. Mm-hmm. Went broke. Um, had to go back to the drawing board when I got a job uh, in sales. Found out about like uh, drop shipping probably like you know eight, eight or nine months later. I'd love to Quit. to just ask you a question right now. Like, what does broke look like for you? So, for if if you're open to share, because from traveling and meeting people and entrepreneurs from different cultures, they all kind of have a different definition of broke. So, I'm kind of curious what it looked like for you. Ah, oh, fair enough. So, I was I was broke. Um, to the level that I was putting, I don't know if you guys have it over in the US, but uh, I'm sure you do. You know, like at the checkout, you can you can do self service checkouts. Yeah. Like I was going to self service checkouts, and I was putting my whole groceries list down as brown onions. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, like I was I was, <laughs> I was stealing from supermarkets, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was real. I was concerned about paying my rent. Yeah, it wasn't a good time. <laughs> I, well, I've been broke. But I never uh, did the brown onion things, but I I did have to donate plasma one to you know for a while. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, it's a good trick, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it was I mean, obviously for the mindset, you know, it's not very not a very good space when you can't um, afford anything. You can't really focus on any actual business development. Right. Um, so yeah, anyway, I got a job and then I sort of, um, I, I, I was pretty good at sales and really enjoying it, but I thought, no, nah, I can't be doing this my whole life, you know, working for the man. Um, all along the way, I was reading self-development books and business and all this sort of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, it got to the point I had a mate who was doing, he was doing website design. Um, Benny O'Brien, I'll give him a quick shout out if I can. He's, his website's Convertify, he makes like real, real nifty websites. And I thought that's, he sort of, um, I saw his success and I thought, oh, he's doing it so I can do it. So that's why I started with the websites. But um, he was way better than me and I, <laughs> I was terrible. <laughs> anyway, he's, he's like, dude, um, we've got to do it again. You know, like we've got to, we've got to leave Australia. We're going to go do this, um, you know, freedom, freedom lifestyle, entrepreneur lifestyle. And I was like, I'm not ready, man. I don't have a business. He's like, yeah, I already bought you a ticket to Thailand. So... <laughs> Um, that was pretty cool of him, you know, like maybe get in, um, maybe sort of the fire started burning beneath me. I had to quit my job and we just moved to Thailand, started up. I heard about drop shipping, you know, from a couple of people here and there. Um, and then, yeah, the, pretty much the rest is history. I just immersed myself into it, found a couple of people who were doing it. There's a lot of like online communities and things like that that you can find good information from. Yeah. And then I set up the store and then, you know, after, it took me about a month to be profitable and then um, I just kept building the momentum from there. How long did it take for you to go from that point when you first started to 
where you had a, a, a winning business that finally took off? Um, well, like, I don't know about taking off. But like I said, like, it, it was about a month before I hit, like, the first sort of campaign and started making money. But it wasn't money. It was not enough to live off. I, I just I was still living off my savings. But it was like, I think the first month I did five hundred dollars or something like that in sales, and I would have, um, I would have spent more than that on ads. But then yeah. the next month, like that was like the first couple of weeks, and then the next month, it kind of went up from there. So yeah, it's between like four to six weeks, I'd say. Well, what I what I meant by that, Tim, is is your from your very first business until you started this business, how long how long was that process? Was that a few years? Oh yeah, man, yeah for sure. So the very first business was September twenty fifteen, I think. What? Um, yeah, 2015. September of 2015, I started up my first business. Gotcha. And I was like, you know, into reading books and into um, self-development. I just had no idea where to start. I bought this dude's course um, and it was a little overpriced, but it had good information in it and, you know, it was kind of like the gateway. Yeah. So. Cool, man. So tell us, so you did a million dollars in seven months on drop shipping. Like, tell us the strategies you used and how you set everything up. Yeah, well, like, um, I mean, it's super exciting. It still almost doesn't feel real, you know, like <laughs> this sort of money coming through. Um, looking at like daily sales, sometimes you're like, what the hell? <laughs> um, it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. But um, so, as I mentioned before, like I just decided to dive in, you know, once, once I found something that I was going to do, like I was tossing up between a Facebook ads agency, um, like an explainer video kind of business or drop shipping. And then I, I decided on drop shipping, very much happy man that I did that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just immersed myself into everything, every little piece of content I could find. I, I paid for mentorship. I found a dude who was, um, nice enough to give me some advice and give me some mentorship i just bumped into him in thailand i was in uh a few people might be familiar with the full moon party in thailand copenhagen yeah and i actually bumped into his girlfriend's friend like on the way home and uh just started chatting and then like it turns out you know her mate's boyfriend was in e-commerce i was like oh cool you know i'd really love to meet him being this i was just weirdo like trying to meet this chick's friend's boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> so i was like nah i knew the importance of a mentor you know like because at, at this stage i had i didn't really know what i was doing i was like is it even possible um but thank god like he he agreed to have lunch with me he was a cool dude and then he he gave me some little like insider secrets you know he'd been in the affiliate world for a couple of years so um that was pretty sweet i basically just built out a general store um, and the whole sort of concept of drop shipping is you just kind of um, launch launch a lot of products and you got to test, just keep testing and see what works and what doesn't work and then you kind of learn from there and calibrate from there. So that's pretty much what I did. Yeah, I just, I just built out a general store, made the marketing, you know, like did ticked all the boxes in terms of like, like you got to optimize your website for conversion and get the trust factor there. Um, it's pretty much as as like straightforward as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. how how long ago did you start it? Because I know you hit a million in seven months. How long ago was that when you started that business? So 
yeah, past a million in rev early January, and I started it in July. Nice. Um, I think that I I started in July, but I don't. My it was that video was a little bit cheeky because I started. Um, I'm a bit of a cheapo. I started this Shopify free trial. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they got a two week free trial, and I was like. Um, I was traveling at the time, so I didn't really put much effort into it and energy into it for the first fortnight. And I was like, "Oh damn, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to pay for this. You know, I'm going to do another free trial." So, <laughs> I did have that. <laughs> I had a couple weeks of like, you know, knowledge behind me. But then the, the actual my store now says it started in August. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, yeah. So um, August through to March now. Right. I don't know how many months that is, but yeah. <laughs> right on, man. And what would you say were some of the tipping points that made the biggest changes in the business or actually led to the biggest uh, shifts or results from the business? Some of the things that you did or the strategies or something, uh, some software that you used or even a mentality that, that was a tipping point to, to really get to this point in your business? Well, like I can say overall, like obviously I had some failures along the way in terms of like long-term sort of things and fails along the way i've been into um reading books a lot of books on i couldn't really give you one one general book just all, all heaps and heaps of books so that's like a massive mindset thing was it does take a little while to get success and um fortunately with e-commerce you can you can like actually see sales really fast um so that was like a mindset thing that was definitely kept me going which i see a lot of a lot of people struggling with they're like oh, I don't know if this is like, this is a scam, this is not working for me, maybe I'm an idiot. So that was one. Um, definitely a massive one is like, like finding that mentor first was huge. Like meeting someone face-to-face in real life um, who was making like good money, livable income online, that was insane. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Um, and, you know, he was a normal dude, so if he can, if he can do it, why can't I do it? Um, and then another one is like uh, my first event that I went to was, um, what was it called? It was called the uh, e-commerce world summit in mm-hmm. Singapore. And that was awesome. It was just like a whole bunch of people doing, not necessarily everyone drop shipping, but a lot of drop shippers, people doing e-commerce come together. Um, and that really solidified, you know, like that was a big tipping point for me that I was like, Oh, I, I'm a hundred percent in on this. You right. know, this is definitely, Yeah. Gotcha. And then you have five steps that you recommend going from zero to 100 days on Shopify. Can you revisit those real quick? Um, yeah, I can try. I did make that um, uh, video sort of on the fly, but I, I, I reckon I'll be able to give you a general overview okay. of it. So I remember the first the first step was like setting up the store. Um, and as you know, it, it's, it's pretty easy to set up a store. So Shopify make it super, super easy to set up a, a store. Um, what I see a lot of people, like a lot of people asking for advice saying like, you know, here's my store. What do you think of it? And the store just looks real sketchy. So, um, (laughs) like all you need to do is check out, it's pretty easy to find, um, the top performing Shopify stores, um, and drop shipping stores. You can even just like browse ads and you see like a viral ad and you kind of look at competitive stores basically, see what they're doing. Do you have any ones off the top of your head you can recommend? Um, yeah, there's, there's one called sugar and cotton and I think they're one of the biggest, um, drop shipping stores in the world, sugar and cotton.com. They got like one of the 
largest amounts of traffic and they're real they're like a real clean site i i actually based my site off theirs i don't know if i'm allowed to, i don't i don't rip anything from them yeah. so it's all good <laughs> you, you were inspired by them that's all yeah yeah i was inspired they got a, they got a great like it's real clean um and then so you, you can see you know like um everything about the layout like they've got good product descriptions um good photos imagery and and it, the brand kind of all looks nice and congruent it's not like it's not like a like nike style brand where they obviously put in millions of dollars to make it look insane but um you know it's it's trustworthy and that's really what you need so that was the one like you know build build out your store make sure it looks trustworthy and obviously build put the products or load that was probably two <laughs> number two is like um get get your products on the store um which is it's real easy again with with uh shopify there's an app called a burlo that you can just link um and then you find products on aliexpress so you load up your store with products then you need to find you need to get traffic onto your store so that'd be three um you can do it for obviously facebook ads is a massive driving force for drop shippers but you can also use Instagram influencers, um, which is really, really efficient in like buying data. Because like if if you got an influencer say like in the um, dog niche, then they put a post up of a your your item, which is obviously for dogs. Then you get direct targeted traffic, and the people who are interested in that product, they'll click through. And they'll add to card, you know, some people will purchase and then you get data for your Facebook pixel. So you can just rip that data, get like a custom audience of people who have looked at the product, who people have added to cart, things like that, and then create a lookalike audience and then launch it out to Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it's like a way to get like actual targeted traffic pretty um, pretty easily, really. Um and damn, I, I really did forget these steps. Sorry, man, but <laughs> it's 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 relatively simple, you know. Like, yeah, like set up store, get your products, start driving traffic to it, and then you just need to figure out a feedback loop. Like, you look at your traffic and see like what's working. Like, if are people even clicking the ad? If they're not, it's a crap ad. So you just got to go to a new ad. Um, if they're clicking it but not adding to cart, maybe it's not congruent with your ad and so on and so forth, so figuring out that like ad funnel. Um, if you just rinse and repeat those steps, you just continue and you don't, don't give up, basically, that's, you will make sales. What are some of the ads that you see working, some of the types of designs or content that they have on the ads? Well, um, POD is really hot right now, which is print-on-demand, and they're generally just like photo ads, but um, video ads are very much uh, like high performers on Facebook. You know, video is king. Um, so I don't really know how to explain the ads, but they're kind of like basically they're, you've got the product and you're just highlighting features and writing down like, you know how you see the text overlay on the ads and it'll just like, it'll give you a benefit. Um, and so the people can like, they'll look at the feature and they can see the benefit visually and read it at the same time. Um, and they seem to just perform very well. Also free plus shipping is like a pretty, pretty common thing in drop shipping, which, um, is 
basically as simple as it sounds. You just like offer the product for free. The customer just pays for shipping. But because the product is from AliExpress, it's a $2 product anyway, they're paying $10 shipping, the actually profitable one <laughs> on the transaction. I'd like to chat a little bit, Tim, on some, some steps or must-dos from your experience to build a seven-figure location independent business. So we have a lot of people listening that are kind of in the hustle and in the grind. They're at five figures, trying to hit six figures, six figures, trying to hit seven figures, or maybe even starting out. So uh, what are some must-dos from your experience to build a seven-figure location independent business? Um, in my opinion, um, like one of the biggest ones is like commitment. So like when I obviously already spoken about like I failed and I tried, I tried to do this stuff and I failed. And the main reason why I failed is I wasn't really committed hard enough. Like I didn't, I didn't, I was working like six hour days. Um, so as stupid as it sounds, like just hard work and actual commitment, which I'm sure everyone knows Gary V here and he preaches that. Um, so that's, that'd be number one, like figuring out like what you're going to do and be committed to it. But if you're already hustling, like building systems is huge because if you're just, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, um, then you're pretty much bashing your head against a brick wall. Like, you know, the system, your, your process works. So why wouldn't you systemize it? Um, and then give it off to someone else, like outsource it. You can get someone in the Philippines who's high quality worker has a college degree you know, like university degree and you pay them like three, four dollars an hour. Um, and then that way, systemizing everything, obviously you can grow your business much faster because you can focus on the next step. Um, and I think surrounding yourself with people who are doing something similar or doing, yeah, who are just like working online basically. So I, I got to a lot of co-working spaces um around i was in southeast asia for a lot of last year and that really helped me because it was like everyone was doing the same thing they're all on the hustle they're all um working online because get it gets really lonely if you're just like working by yourself in your room all day kind of go crazy well i do (laughs) um so that's like yeah definitely you know um a must do get like some sort of co-work space or some a friend or you know like someone who's going to keep you accountable at the very least um yeah they're pretty like i don't really know so i can't be of more help there <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's like that that's definitely what i would i would sort of say like really helped me um yeah. anyway yeah and obviously like knowledge knowledge is a big one it's it's um it's easy. It is easy to consume a lot more than you actually take action on. So that's kind of like a balance that you need to figure out. But sometimes you're taking a lot of action and you're not going in the right direction. So you're just kind of going away from your end goalpost instead of towards it, directly towards it. And like, you know, one video or one course could really, really change that direction for you. I want to revisit this idea you mentioned that systems are something that's incredibly powerful in business, I think, in life, too. Something that Mm. I've been thinking a lot of lately is, uh, you know, we're all part of systems, whether we know it or not. We're in systems that keep us poor, systems that keep us middle class, or systems that make us wealthy. And so what are some systems that that you're a part of 
that uh, help you build wealth? Obviously, like Shopify um, is a system and being around like-minded people. But is there anything that, that you can think off the top of your head, systems that you use to help you build wealth and business? Um, yeah, I mean, probably like the system or like you could even say habit kind of like ties into the same thing of, of self-development and um, that's, that's super important um, of having like a, I don't really have it fully systemized, but like I've got all these, you know, like all these audio books um, ready to go and, and I've got a Kindle and I've got, I've got books and learning materials ready to go. So um, you, you organize, so if you case, like you have your flight is delayed four hours it doesn't really matter or even traffic like it doesn't actually matter so much because you're learning um and you're you're growing your brain so using your brain not so yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to relate it back to like being a system um but that's like yeah super important um i'm doing on a, on a more like functional level property in real estate that's that's pretty big um to be able to have wealth generation um, and again, like I was saying before, like w w building out the system, don't be afraid to hire someone to do it for you. Um, because that frees up a lot of your time to use your knowledge to like plan out a new strategy in a business or a new direction or like, you know, upgrade your, your business in X area that it needs to be upgraded in. Well, one thing that I, I know that you mentioned in your YouTube video, Tim, is that you you spend a lot of money on personal development classes and coaches and courses and uh, and conferences. So I'm kind of curious, mm. are there any, any ones that you really recommend that stand out for you that you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, if any, any, any sort of digital marketing stuff, um, iStack training, they're awesome. The... the um, they get they just get really really high quality people um in to do their training for them um and they're like yeah they, they get like beasts come in and show you like what they're what they're doing so 100 percent would go with them um i recently i'm into the um oh what's it called mentor box which is pretty cool like that's a pretty cheap way to get a bit of um information more like mindset information not directly like correlated to um like digital marketing which is obviously my kind of area for digital drop shipping um the tan brothers if you if you're looking at getting into anyone looking at getting into drop shipping like tan brothers they're like they're beasts and i stack have had you know they had tan brothers on in their masterminds and things like that and that's one of them one of the masterminds that I went to was the ISAC mastermind and Tanbro spoke and they're just like, they're insane. You know, they, they've scaled to, I think like, you know, $400,000 a day from wow. one product in one of their stores. <laughs> so like, you know, um, yeah, the, I mean, the way I see it is like, I, I would definitely pay money for someone who's doing those kinds of numbers to even put like 1% of their knowledge into my brain right? <laughs> because it's just a, such a big shortcut. You know, you don't need to figure out, you don't need to make all the mistakes. They've already done it all for you and they just tell you exactly what to do. So I think that's, that's, that's very important to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you doing any, um, focusing on email marketing? Um, yeah, yeah. I love email marketing. 
email marketing for e-commerce is huge. Um, yeah, you want me to have you on about like like uh, e-com strategies or? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Yeah, so there's like um, quite a few different strategies. I'm no email marketer. I do you definitely use email marketing, and then um, Clavio is a system that we use. Um, it's really good for like segmenting um, your audiences. So if you know one audience buys dog stuff, another audience buys workout stuff, you can like segment them and give them both of them separate emails um, just from the one store, which is real cool. So like important email is like, well, you need to get the email first. So like generally on an e-com site, you, you could have a front end like an email pop, like giving someone an offer, like say like 20% off your first purchase. Um, what my, I'm kind of testing with right now is having it as exit intent only. So it kind of, um, I don't want to interrupt any of the flow process of, of the sales flow process. So I want someone to be as smooth as like land on my page, land on the product page, be like, okay, that's cool. Add to cart, buy. And then I'll try and like, you know, get them with email marketing, things like that. But if they're scrolling and potentially going to exit, then I'll offer them a discount and I get the email and then I can just sell to them. Email marketing is awesome. You can sell to them for the rest of your life until they either like unsubscribe or block you. Hopefully, they don't block you. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, um, generally, they'll unsubscribe or they'll be like your super key fan. Like I know that in my personal email address, I've got heaps of emails that they always like, sell me shit but i don't unsubscribe to them because i know that one day i'll probably buy it from them again (laughs) um so yeah there's like you capture the email there's people expect a welcome email as well once they put it in they expect a welcome email so just like a welcome series i've got i've got i think i've got eight emails or nine emails sending out on on my welcome series it's good so yeah so it's like you know welcome to the team there's like a bit of brand indoctrination in every single email too so it's not just always selling um, welcome, here's like a discount. Next one is like, hey, like this is what we do with our community or like uh, like I give to charity on my site. It's like I tie that in as kind of like a ser- selling point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also pretty cool. Um, and so I use that as, as like an, a whole email. I'd be like, oh, like did you guys know that we do this, this, this? By being a customer with us, you're helping, you know, the global community really. Um, and you can just put in like sly little... Um, like catalog images down the bottom of every email and they get sales. They always get sales. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, and then you could, like, say, um, you know, ask them about themselves or get them, like, trying to engage with the email as well, which is good because it builds, like, a kind of conversation in the email in that, so in their email inbox, they might expect a conversation. Um, so, you'd be like, oh, what what do you want to see out of our, I'm using dogs a lot. I don't even sell dog stuff, but what do you want to see out of our dog category? You know, like what would you love to see? Um, that kind of thing, like, which is which is good. Also, like, uh, give them a bit of information on that on that topic too. So again, dogs. They'll be like, "Did you know that?" Um, I don't even know dog facts. I don't know why I'm using these this so much, but um, yeah, give them a bit of information, like seven cool facts about dogs that you might not know. And it's again, it's not selling them, but down the bottom you chuck in the category of like your top sellers. And with Clavio, you can like you can just tick this little box, which is like customize 
the um or personalize your your um oh damn what's it called i just have a mind blank personalize the products that are shown and uh and so every customer gets like their personalized products depending on what site what pages that they've visited mm-hmm. um and yeah and then they just they that people people buy from that that's the welcome email um <laughs> i'm rambling on a bit about this but anyway yeah there's like the add to cart so people add to cart and then i leave that's a whole big part of e- e-commerce so if you got the email you can sell them that to them again say hey look you forgot this and you hit them with that like you know quite rapidly after they've left the site and mm-hmm. you could hit them with that again like 12 hours later and then one more shot like 24 hours later be like oh look um, come back, take an ethical bribe from us. We'll give you 25% off uh, <laughs> if you take it now, but only for the next, you know, 24 hours. Um, and yeah, there's like there's like a whole heap. I've got an email marketer doing my stuff now for me um, just because it's like one of those things that I decided to outsource and focus on other areas of growth. But um, email marketing is huge and it should be like sort of 10 to 20 so yeah, ten to thirty percent of your revenue as an e-com store um, coming from email. Like, what's a, a safe cushion for revenue to expenses balance? Like, um, I don't know, man. When is there any, <laughs> ever too much profit? <laughs> um, but it depends what you're doing. You know, like um, if you if you're building out like a hardcore brand and you're getting everything like manufactured yourself, then the profit margins will probably be slimmer. But um, and same thing with print on demand, they're a little bit less profit margins. So, print on demand, you could kind of expect 15, 20% profit margins. Um, with the stuff that I'm doing, like it, it really does depend. But I've, I've seen, like, um, I don't really break it down in profit, I sort of break it down like product cost. I'll, I'll buy the product and then and sell it on my store for three to five times that. So, that's the markup. And then you have all of that room for marketing. So, gen, like a general rule of thumb in, for drop shipping from AliExpress would be about a third, one third profit, one third product cost, one third marketing cost. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, like 30, 30 to 40%. Like, I've, I've had 40% months, which has been pretty nice. But when you scale up, your profit levels just sort of naturally go down a bit. Um, and it's like that mindset of, would you rather forty percent of, you know, thirty grand or twenty percent of three hundred grand? I did my math right there. I hope that's a good calculation. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So you know, any, anywhere t- ten to forty percent, really, just it really varies. What would you say, Tim, is the difference between like a six-figure mentality and a seven-figure mentality for you? Um. Don't be afraid to spend money to make money. That's like that's like pretty big, especially with like performance marketing. You have to buy data from like Facebook. That's pretty much the only person that I buy data from and Google too. But you really have to buy that data. So you spend the money to, to really be able to utilize it and make the money back. That's That's kind of what jumped me up to the next level. Any other tips, my friend, that you would like to give the listeners before we we wrap things up? Uh, hopefully, I've I've encouraged some people to get into this world. Like, if, if anyone's sort of on the fence or shy about it or has been contemplating doing e-commerce or drop shipping, 
definitely get into it. It's still growing. It's a massive, massive industry. Um, you can even look into like Amazon for filming by Amazon. That's that's awesome as well. I think it's a, a little bit slower, but um, yeah, it's it's an awesome industry to get into. It's really cool to be able to like travel around the world and then see your bank account go up. So <laughs> it's a good feeling. Yeah, get yeah, it's a great feeling. So get on that and just always hustle. <laughs> Where's some of the the places around the world you like to hang out at? Um, just about to head off to Bali. Um, it's a little community in Bali called Changu, which is real cool. Good surf, good people, good vibes. Um, I've been in uh, like around Southeast Asia. I just got back from Philippines, so kind of around there. Thailand is awesome. Thailand's a great country, fantastic country. A lot of lot of nomads there too, like digital nomads. Yeah. So, um, like I was saying before, you know, like it's it's real easy to just bump into someone who's who's doing something online. Um, so that's a cool spot. I'm looking forward to hitting up Europe, um, in summer. There's a few like affiliate conferences and, and things over there. Um, I got, I got some yeah. great, great cities. I spent a lot of time in Europe, so I got some great cities in, in Europe. If you, uh, need any suggestions. Yeah, for sure. Send me through some hotspots, man. Yeah. I've never been to Europe, so that oh, would be wow. awesome. Barcelona is a great city. Phenomenal mm. city. Actually, it's one of my favorite cities. I just spent six weeks in Lisbon. Lisbon is a hot spot now for entrepreneurs and the tech scene and digital nomads. Sweet. Yeah. Berlin, uh, actually, we're going to Budapest here in a couple months, a few months, and uh, Budapest is a hot spot. Some people say it's kind of like the Chiang Mai for Europe in many ways. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's <clears throat> and, sick. And then, um, I don't know, we can talk more, but Europe's a great place phenomenal place especially summertime mm. man it's so much fun there oh i'm keen i'm super keen for it eh? yeah cool well tim we're gonna wrap up there i just want to give you a huge thank you for coming on the show thanks for sharing all your tips and tricks and wisdom with us and thank you for sharing your time with us we really appreciate it thank you no dramas thank you very much for having me on the show it's been awesome and listeners we're gonna wrap up there thank you guys for joining us once again and we'll see you all on the next episode goodbye everybody Hey listeners, thanks again for joining the show. We wanted to remind you about our Get Shit Done one-on-one productivity coaching that we recently just launched. What we do is work with you to create big business goals that are absolutely game changers. We make a plan together and put you in our productivity hacking system that helps you stay on target. Each week you get a call with yours truly about what steps to take for the following week. Some say it's like a year of productivity in just three months. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com forward slash coaching. Thebusinessmethod.com forward slash coaching.